back to the Vet SOS podcast brought to you by the Who You Know Network. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS lifeline. I am Sean Welsh, and I'm here with my partner as always, Eric Brew. Eric, how are you doing today? What's up, brother? I'm doing great. I'm excited, man. This is one of my very favorite human beings in the world. Um, and I don't say that just because I'm biased. I say that because I'm biased, and he's my best friend. So what's up, buddy? Hey, how are you guys doing? I, I kind of feel bad, though, because you, you told me that before Clay came on here about me. So now, now I don't know what to believe. But, uh, yeah, we got a great show today. Clay's going to be telling us about a great organization, some great things they're doing. Can't wait to get into that. Uh, it, it, it's really exciting, really going to go well. So um, looking forward to doing all that. As you may tell uh, from past episodes, I don't have my normal background. I, my friends, in the middle of my final PCS, the Packers have come. The movers come very shortly, and we'll be in a new studio before we know it. So um, definitely enjoying the retirement life and ready to, to get settled into that next chapter of my life. But that's why we're here. It's all about transition. We're here to help you. We're here to tell you or introduce you to organizations that are helping people with their transition so you can be successful in doing it, learn from their mistakes, learn what great things they got going on. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into it here. We got Clay Anderson with us. He is a 20-year Navy veteran. He has always had a passion for helping others. He's organized various fundraising events for wounded veterans, as well as founding a 501c3 wounded veteran nonprofit in 2011, in which he served as the president on the board of directors for five years. Most recently, Clay was instrumental in establishing the HKPO Veterans Academy, a 501c3 DOD skill bridge program which upskills transitioning service members in project management, Lean Six Sigma, leadership, and much more. He currently serves as the co-director and vice president of operations for the Veterans Academy. Clay, love what you're doing. So happy you joined us today. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, thank you for having me so much. And I'm uh, just really excited to share with everybody what the HKPO Veterans Academy is all about. So much like me it sounds like uh, you got into this while you were still doing transition didn't you correct actually the you know i've known jennifer ralston she's the ceo of hkpo so there's hkpo and there's the hkpo veterans academy uh, hkpo has been around for nearly 20 years um, they do all kinds of stuff uh, corporate and government for lean six sigma change management uh, process improvement project management you name it uh, and they're really good at what they do. And, and I've had the fortunate opportunity to get to know Jen through different community events uh, and commun community fundraisings uh, and stuff like that. So um, when uh, about two years ago, uh, Jen and I started talking about DOD SkillBridge and about building this program, uh, knowing that I was going to be going through SkillBridge at one point in the future, it was there's nothing r really out there that matches exactly what we're doing. And so uh, knowing that Jen has this well-established company um, that does all the things that I was looking for and provides the trainings for the certifications that were, I was looking for, uh, I reached out to Jen and, you know, we just started the conversation and then it really ended up becoming the snowball effect. You know, as the snowball goes down the mountain and it gets bigger, 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 bigger. And then before you know it, we were a 501c3 uh, and we have our first cohort actually going live right now. 
I love how you worded that. Before you knew it, we were a five hundred one C. Like, yeah, like it happened overnight. Like it's easy to do. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely not easy. I'll, I'll put that on the record. Yeah, not easy. Uh, but we spent two full years doing the development of what the program and curriculum was going to look like, um, establishing ourselves, uh, well, incorporating ourselves in our state, which is we're in Maryland, um, and then um, building the structure of what it is now. Uh, on top of creating a, a non uh, a, a board of directors for the nonprofit uh, and doing all the all the things, Eric, Eric knows a lot about that, right? <laughs> Eric Eric uh, serves with us on the uh, nonprofit board of directors for the academy, and so we have a phenomenal team. Uh, and I'm just really excited about what we're doing and what what's ahead in the future. So we'll clarify real quick, just so people don't think there's any nepotism. I actually booked Clay before Eric joined the board of directors. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. But but isn't that isn't that what's cool about our our our, our community though? Yeah, like, absolutely. No which way you turn, like we're all touching somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. We're we're all standing shoulder to shoulder. It doesn't matter which organization. It doesn't matter which podcast. It doesn't matter. We all stand shoulder to shoulder, and I think this is a perfect example of that. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, what's I work for ACP? I'm the co-host of that SOS. I'm a board of directors on HKPO Veterans Academy. Like, it's this is all of us just standing shoulder to shoulder. I think it's a great example of that. I think it's a great example of our community. One hundred percent. In fact, when I first met Eric, you know, it was um, through ACP, uh, and uh, we I asked him if he could come and talk to our cohort to talk about what ACP was about, uh, and just provide them all the resources because we do bring in. Uh, some of these other veteran service organizations that provide, you know, amazing benefits to our service members, especially in this stage of transition. And so Eric was more than happy to come in. And then, you know, I got to know Eric, uh, you know, uh, even a little bit before that and, and through that. And uh, I can very clearly see his passion for supporting veterans. And so to me uh, and to Jennifer and the rest of the team, it was like, it was a no brainer. Like we got to We got to call Eric because <laughs> he would be a phenomenal asset for um, our board of directors in driving this organization into the future. Okay. Stop, stop. Okay. I paid you. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about me anymore. So, okay, Clay, let's, let's, let's let our listeners know. I want to, I want to really break it down, right? What mm. is it that uh, a transitioning service member going through Skillbridge or a transitioning service, service member looking for the right fit, right? What is it that they can know that, that HKPO Veterans Academy offers? Great, good question. Yeah, so uh, we provide the time and resources, the training and the experience, uh, specifically for project management uh, in Lean Six Sigma and leadership development. And so you can get some of those things in, in other places, but not as a whole package, right? So um, what's really great about our program, and we actually just recently changed it too, because initially we started our very first cohort on April 3rd and had a very specific start date and a very specific end date. And it was for four months long. Um, however, the Navy came out with a policy change for Skillbridge where they limit the amount of time uh, that you can participate in Skillbridge based off your rank. So the higher ranking mm -hmm. you are, the less amount of time that you get afforded for Skillbridge. Really? And there's other limitations to it as well. Like you have to take permissive TDY, or terminal leave after Skillbridge, so that also eats into that Skillbridge time. Uh, and so we had to adjust, and um, we we changed our template or format to where we have rolling admissions now. So that means anybody can join at any time and stop at any time based off the uh, uh, allotted time that you have that's command approved for Skillbridge participation. So it can be for two months, it can be for six months. 
Um, so what we do is, you know, as you go through the application process with the Veterans Academy, we do an informational interview uh, over Zoom. We talk to the service members uh, and, you know, we, we go over their application and then talk about more specifically in details what the Academy is all about. Uh, but we have a, a course catalog. So we have a whole catalog of everything that we offer, including Lean Six Sigma Green Belt, Black Belt, um, uh, experience and training for PMP, for PMI's ACP, which is the Agile Certified Practitioner, and all, all of these additional leadership uh, trainings and certifications as well. And so if you have four months, then it, as you go through our course catalog, you can see like Lean Six Sigma Green Belt is going to take you seven weeks. Black Belt is going to take you three weeks. So that's 10 weeks. Let's see how much time I have for the other things. So you get to really customize your individual training plan based on what your priorities are and how much time that you have. So even on top of that, outside of all of the training and experience and, and exam preparations and, and, and even exam vouchers and stuff that we provide, um, there's a, an additional component to, to this program. And that's providing the right resources that you know, I went through TAP. TAP's great. Um, you know, I know a lot of people have their own opinions, but um, the reality, I'm, I've seen this on your your show before, like people mentioned, there's 45,000 different veteran service organizations that exist in this country. How is it possible that you know all the right ones, right? Yeah. And so uh, through our experience and through our network, we we uh, put the, the top best resources in front of all of our cohort members. The great example that we already just talked about, we brought in Eric from, you know, to talk about ACP. Uh, we asked Jay Salters to come in and they talked about Act Now. We asked Brian Aronson to come in and talked about uh, Best to Industry. So we, we provide the resources directly to them. Uh, so then they can get enrolled and start getting the mentorship or whatever additional resources that they need, not just for themselves, but also their family, their dependents, their spouses, because there's so many of these resources. I think a lot of us forget that in transition. Like you're so, you're focused on, the military or civilian, but how that affects your entire family. And so a lot of these resources, they go all over uh, or they support all of the um, dependents too. Like ACP is a great example of that. Um, so um, we provide all of them up front at the very beginning, kind of towards our onboarding uh, session. Uh, and then we also have, um, you know, uh, someone that helps us out where uh, he does resume and LinkedIn optimization for a living. Uh, and he takes all of our uh, all of our academy students, all their resumes. He does a it's usually about a thirty minute or so recording um, as he goes through their resume. So he's recording his screen and him talking about their resumes. He goes through it to provide one on one feedback. So he's just giving that thirty minute feedback directly to that person. And then he also puts it through all the AI technology that's out there for, res for resumes as well. And I can say I thought my resume was pretty good until he got a hold of it. And then I realized like, man, I was, um, I was way off. Uh, so he helped me uh, drastically and improve my resume um, to what employers are looking for. And then they also go into the LinkedIn optimization and how, how to use, because LinkedIn, I think what some people don't even realize too, is like, it's almost like a search engine. It's, there's, there's algorithms in the back end, and you got to be able to provide uh, search engine optimization really for your own profile. So you can be seen by uh, the right uh, talent acquisition folks for the companies that you're trying to go after. And so that's what he really helps out for. Um, and then throughout the duration of the program, uh, whether you're in it for two months, a month, or six months, we have uh, weekly LinkedIn challenges. And so 
Uh, I've heard this mentioned before on your show as well, uh, but I think the reality is that a lot of transitioning service members do not realize the value of LinkedIn until it's too late. LinkedIn is so phenomenal uh, for, for, uh, you know, seeking out the right jobs for even, um, you know, I'll I'll give you this example too. Um, Through, through uh, his advice, um, you know, I was looking at one company. I was like, I, I, this company has a department that's really interesting to me. Like, I really want to like look at this company. I found some job listings for it. And he goes, go to that, go on LinkedIn, go to the company's page, find, um, find uh, the people tab in there, and then find people that are veterans that work in the department that you're trying to go into. And just send them a message to connect and say, can you give me 15 to 20 minutes of your time? I really want to learn more about the culture, about the environment, about all the things associated with this company. And I did that. And then the, the guy was phenomenal. He's a veteran, came back to me, and um, he gave me uh, 30, 45 minutes on a Zoom call. Uh, and I didn't ask for anything, but he goes, send me your resume and let me know whatever you submit for because I'll make sure that your, res- your application gets in the right hands immediately. And so it's, it's those, those intangible things, these pieces of advice and knowledge uh, that we're trying to build in addition to the training and the certification programs that we're going through throughout the course of the program. Um, and so each week, um, the students uh, have different tasks each day where they have to post so many, so many things or you know, connect with or follow with so many people, create an original piece of content. And at the end of each week, we, um, we have them go in and capture the metrics of their profile so we can see how the growth is over the course of their time with us. And let me tell you, just with this first cohort uh, and my personal experience doing the same challenges, it is amazing. Uh, how effective those challenges can be in just branding yourself and getting your presence known on LinkedIn. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll pause there for any questions before I keep rambling on. Dropping all kinds of bombs. I, was, I could sit here and listen to you all day. Like you were <laughs> so what struck me when you first started describing it, though, Alfredo Torres refers to this whole process as a buffet. Yeah. I think the Veterans Academy is the Mongolian barbecue (laughs) of transition because I got to add that to my slogan. (laughs) Yeah, you decide what you want based on you know all these things. You know, in person, I love going to Mongolian barbecue. You know, you put together your whole meal, but uh, it's just that was going to be one of the questions I asked. Was you know, do you pick and choose? How do you work that? You you explain that beautifully. Um, So it, it sounds phenomenal. Sounds amazing. Is this something that's only available as SkillBridge or is there something that great in the plans or something down the road, maybe that veterans can, can participate in if they want to? Yeah, that is a phenomenal question. And so uh, we actually have students with us right now that are not in SkillBridge. They're in their terminal leave and they've already done a SkillBridge program, uh, but they see the value in what we offer and they want to go after it because uh, the program holistically offers just so much. Um, so you don't have to be on SkillBridge. It's, it is a DOD SkillBridge approved program. Um, but we, you know, we're not going to say no to anyone that needs help. I'll just put it that way. Very simply. If a veteran needs help, uh, even if they're post transition and they want to come to us, then we, we, we have those conversations and how can we support them hundred percent. Now, are there costs associated with that? Or is it something that you guys have been raising funds for enough to cover? Yeah. So, um, 
there's no fun. We don't charge anything for any of our students whatsoever. Um, but I can tell you the value of our, our main four month program. If you would go out in town and, and do these things on your own, uh, it's just under $22,000 in value. And a lot of that actually sits with uh, the lean six program and the lean six program. Like, you know, I'll be honest, you can go online right now and you can go get, uh, you know, a lean six Sigma green belt or black belt. But for, for like uh, after a week of studying for like a couple hundred bucks, but there's a, there's a big difference there. Right. So our program uh, through HKPO, they have their own training department called Sensei on demand. And um, it is a very thorough um, multifaceted program where when you go through the Lean Six Sigma Green Bomb Black Belt, uh, you get the online micro learnings from their learning management system. You get all the interactive activities that you have to do. Uh, but what sets ourselves apart is that you get one-on-one mentorship with a master black belt throughout your um, Lean Six Sigma training experience. So mm-hmm. Lean Six is really, uh, the framework is the DMAIC framework. So define, measure, analyze, implement, and control. After each one of those toll gates are completed, you have one-on-one time with a master black belt with HKPO to go over the content, make sure you understand it, but then also apply it to your own project. So this is what what else sets us apart is that um, you know unlike those online programs where you just you know you know watch whatever and then get certified, um, there's a real industry project attached to these um, programs uh, to the Lean Six uh, Green Belt and Black Belt. And so our CEO for HKPO literally goes through every student's application to see um, what is that, what would be the best fit for an industry project that would have the best interest for this, for this person. Um, And then she assigns them that industry project. So as you go through the demand process and learning with Greenbelt and then uh, further into Blackbelt, you have a real, real project, a real HKPO project to apply all that information towards. And so you're doing all of the things as you as you learn it while also getting that one on one mentorship. So I say that because why that's so important. Uh, If you get hired as a, you know, change management or uh, I'm sorry, process engineer, Lean Six Sigma uh, process improvement type of position, you're not going to show up on day one with imposter syndrome because you've already done it. You know exactly what to do because you've been through it with the one-on-one mentorship of a master black belt. Great point. Great, great point right there. And I'll, you know, I'll be honest too, like um, a lot of people, as I talk to for transitioning service members, when they talk about project management, when they talk about Lean Six Sigma, uh, even project management is a great example of it. We do it all the time in the military. Uh, but everyone, um, not everyone, I won't, I won't say that. A lot of transitioning service members, especially on the senior enlisted and officer ranks, because you have more, like you get, uh, you know, years and years and years of acclimation uh, or um, accumulation of that experience. But then it's like, well, I don't know what that looks like on the civilian side. So I'm really nervous about how I can apply my military experience as a project manager to a corporation's requirements for a project manager. Uh, and the reality is that you, you, you know it. You just need to, um, you need to understand the vernacular, the terms and everything else. Uh, but you have all the experience that leads up to it. So like the program really introduces all of that stuff, especially on the project management side, which is different from the Lean Six. Um, and we get you accustomed to all of those different requirements and all those different processes and things. And I've heard this over again from our students. It's, 
I, I've done that for so long, but I had no idea that's what it was called. I think what I love the most about the HKPO's Veterans Academy and the team and the process and what you guys do, Clay, is that, it, and, and you, you've articulated this beautifully, you really do meet each individual student where they are, right? You meet Absolutely. them where they are, you recognize where they want to land, and then you take the appropriate steps in a responsible manner to get them to where they want to go, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think is the secret sauce? Like you guys, and I, I'm, I'm, again, I'm not being biased. You guys have got an, an incredible team and you guys have built a, an amazing process. But what do you think really is that secret sauce? Because I, I've got an idea of what I think it was coming out the gate, but I want to yeah. hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think that this program is built the way it is because it's based off experience uh, from people going through the process. So myself and Zach Meisner, who's the other co-director, um, like we've been through this and we understand, um, you know, where the, where the struggles are, uh, what, what program, uh, you know, the optimization of how to, uh, to build that program. Uh, I say that in comparison to like, if you go to a lot of these bigger companies that have skill bridge programs, um, a lot of them, I want to say a lot of them, that's, that's an assumption, but, um, I, I've gotten feedback that a lot of them, um, are, <laughs> I just said it again, I got feedback that some of them, have uh, built a program without the full understanding of the, what the veterans mindset mentality and requirements and desires are. Now I think that's the, really the big difference between what we're doing versus what other people do. I mean, I'm sure there's other really great programs out there for skill bridge that are built by veterans. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, this one is just very specific to like the project management lean six side. Uh, and it was built by people that were trying to transition to that space um, and understand what the needs and, and concerns and stresses and everything was for them in that process. Yeah. And I think, I think you guys demonstrated that as a team really well out the gate, um, because out the gate, you were throwing a curveball, right? The Navy threw you a curveball as to how they were going to yeah. do the skill bridge program and yeah. the, the rapid response time, the, um, the, the, the flexibility, the ability to adapt and overcome that you all showed, um, to create a new program um, immediately come up with a new formulation, a, a new formula for, for criteria and for, for your curriculum. It was just, it was incredible to watch um, how, how HKPO molded itself and became almost pliable throughout the process. Right. And, and mm-hmm. you allowed yourself to be met where you were. So now you know how to meet others where they are. And I think it's just, it's just become an organic, um, an organic evolution of an incredible organization with, with a really great plan and a mm-hmm. hell of a way forward, buddy. Yeah, we're uh, we're very fortunate to have a lot of um, both civilian and veterans, right? Uh, a lot of phenomenal people involved in this program to make it to where it is today. Uh, you know, big credit to HKPO with Nicole and Jen for giving us the opportunity to even execute this in the first place, okay. um, believing in this mission and purpose. Uh, and then, uh, you know, with all the people that have been a part of this uh, as we have built the team and continue to press forward, like it's a team effort uh, and there's a lot that has go that goes in behind it. And so we would not be where we are if it wasn't for everyone's involvement for sure. I want to ask you to look in the future, you know, five, 10 years down the road. Um, do you think that you have, or that this is the beginning of changing the landscape of Skillbridge? Because a lot of people come into Skillbridge strictly to do like an internship, right? And, and hopefully land a job. Mm-hmm. Some have attached um, certifications with it, right? Some mm-hmm. have specific training you got to do. This is so much more from, from how you're explaining it. 
do you think that you guys are on that cutting edge of actually changing how Skillbird is going to be conducted in the future? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that this is an introduction to something that's different and new. Uh, you know, I like to tell people that there's two types of Skillbridge programs. There's ones that uh, you go to get on the job training that lead to direct hire. And then there's ones like ours that provide the resources and support for certifications and upskilling to be able to support the move into the career that you want to go after. Um, so um, I think, you know, this is a very unique program. Uh, I'm very excited to see where this goes in the future. Uh, I think it is a little bit of a shift from what the majority of the Skillbridge programs are that are out there. Um, and again, this is not necessarily right for everyone either, right. um, you know, to put that out there too, because, you know, this is a hundred percent remote. Uh, it, and there's a lot of our program that's asynchronous. So there's a lot of flexibility. Um, students obviously have to stay in accordance with their training plan. Uh, but some people don't learn well like that either. And some people might not be going after project management. They might be going after IT stuff and we don't do IT stuff yet. Um, so maybe we'll see this in the future to your point that, you know, the same kind of format will be in different in like industry bases. Uh, that would be really exciting. Um, uh, but I guess, I guess we'll see. Fantastic. I mean, looking forward to this about five, 10 years down the road. You yeah, me too. When. <laughs> I, think, I think we're just going to have to go ahead and schedule your next, your next one in about five years, buddy. <laughs> um, so we're, we're, we're coming down to, to the end, um, which always amazes me. I mean, we have amazing guests come on here and some of these episodes go so fast. It's yeah. ridiculous. And you're like, man, we, we definitely got to do this again. You know, so at least we know we got you penciled in for five years from now. Maybe we can get in a little <laughs> earlier. Um, but I want to leave you with a couple questions. One, um, what do you need? Like, what, what what can our audience potentially help you with, whether that be fundraising or just participating or whatever? And, and two, what would you like to leave the audience with? Like a final thought. Yeah, so I would say uh, what do we need is, is for people to spread the word about this program. Um, you know, we, we have space coming up um, because of the change in our format. We actually increase the amount of people that we can have simultaneously, which is amazing. Nice. Um, and we have spots, and we want to be able to fill all those spots uh, to be able to support everyone that's trying to go after uh, these certifications and these resources. So I would say, um, you know, if you're listening, um, share this. Share this to your social media platform share this with your friends share this at work uh just get it all out there so people understand what the resources are because i think that's the majority of what the battle is is just understanding what's available um final thought i would say um it's never too early to start um that is the number one thing that i've learned in my process and i'm sure a lot of people will say the same thing uh it doesn't matter if you're you know six months out two years out five years out start because one day you're going to end up taking off the uniform for the last time. And the more preparation that you put into it, the better that process is going to be for you and your family. Absolutely. I mean, I would say out of almost 60 episodes, 57 people have come on and said the exact same thing. Yeah. Start early, get yeah. after it. It makes a huge difference. And I'll testify I'll put my hand on the Bible on that one and, and tell you the same thing. I took full advantage of the, the full two years. And, and, you know, it's just, it's amazing when I run into people that don't and it's like you, you wasted an opportunity. Um, yeah. 
That's just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Eric, you got any uh, closing comments or thoughts there, brother? Now, listen, man, Clay, I'm so happy that you were able to take some time to be here with us, buddy. Um, I love what you and, and HKPO's Veteran Academy are doing. Um, I was not one of those people, right? I, I'm, I'm in awe of you two gentlemen who were yeah. in the foresight and, the, and the, the wherewithal to start a little early. I, on the other hand, like a typical infantry grunt, uh, tried to power slide off the off, off the off ramp. Um, and I'm, I'm living, breathing proof that, like, you, you have to start early. Uh, I had a rough transition. But um, with organizations like yours leading the way, Clay, I just I don't see if we can get people in front of you, if we can just get people to hear the name, if we can just get the word out there. I think I think you guys are going to do incredible things uh, for our community. Um, and I'm really proud to know you, brother. I'm happy that you've been here. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you both. I really appreciate the time uh, to allow me to come on and talk about the Veterans Academy. Um, I, I greatly appreciate it. And I uh, look forward to uh, actually uh, HKPLVeteransAcademy.org for anybody that wants to check out the website and learn more, uh, please feel free to connect with me for all the listeners on, on LinkedIn. Um, I'm more than happy to, you know, answer any questions, uh, or anything like that. So. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. We got your, your contact information going across the bottom. Uh, definitely connect with clay. Uh, if you're transitioning and you're looking at the skill bridge opportunity, this, this is an amazing one. Uh, so many things being offered. And that's not even counting throwing in the, the LinkedIn optimization, the resume review, and all those other things. You know, so you have like a one-stop shop. Uh, I'm dubbing it the Mongolian barbecue of transition. That, that's that's how, how it's going to be in my book. Um, you got to get that ran past Jen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we want to thank you for coming on, Clay. We want to thank you for what you're doing. Um, I love the fact that you want people to spread the word. And I'm going to add to that. Spread the word by sharing this episode. We need to build our following as well. Get the word out. You know, we, we want to continue to help those coming behind us in transition. Um, love what you guys are doing. Really look forward to, to hearing uh, the success you're going to have. You know, you're in the middle of or near the end of the first cohort, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, first one's going to be in the books here soon and get ready for the next one. That's just amazing. And I love the open enrollment period now. So yeah, um, thank you for coming on. Thanks for what you do. Uh, thank you for tuning in today. And, and um, please, like Clay said, spread the word. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition or grab the vet SOS lifeline.